Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is Shelley Rael, registered dietitian nutritionist and host of this Real World Nutrition Podcast and the new Real World Nutrition membership group found at ShellyRael.com. This is episode 55, part two of addressing the topic of sugars and all the different bits and pieces of information as it relates to sugars in our diet and whether or not we need them. Today's episode, as I said, is part two. Part one was episode 54, where I talked about carbohydrates versus sugars in that first part of this series. Today, I'm addressing the topic of natural sugar versus added sugars. Now, the Dietary Guidelines for Americans has included recommendations to reduce added sugars in our diet for years. And it recommends choosing an eating pattern low in added sugars, limiting added sugars to less than 10% of our total calories per day for all Americans ages two and older and avoiding sugars for infants and toddlers. Now, for some of you, you may think, well, of course, we're going to limit or avoid added sugars for infants and toddlers. However, um, that's not how things go in the real world. There are lots of families, parents who do give added sugars to infants and toddlers and even will put sugar in their food and cereal because it's based on the parent's personal taste and they don't realize that it's not a good thing to have happen. Now, I want to emphasize a few things here. The key phrase is added sugars and recognize that the guidelines are in fact guidelines. They are not rules. Some people get all offended about the dietary guidelines for Americans. And there is a lot that goes on behind the scenes to get these guidelines together. And you may have thoughts, opinions, um, and opinions about that. However, I would encourage you to take a look at how those go about and get involved in the process because they're already starting with the next iteration, which is scheduled for release in 2025. Okay, now back to added sugars versus naturally occurring sugars. I've had people tell me that they don't eat carrots because they're high in sugar. And yes, that's 100% true. I've had people tell me they don't eat potatoes because they're all sugar. Or people tell me they don't eat fruit because fruit's high in sugar. And avoiding these plant foods because of their sugar content is truly among the long list of more the more ridiculous statements I've heard. For one, I do say this, I'll say it to your face. Sure, because eating too many carrots is the problem with our eating habits in the United States. Eating too much fruit is why we have so many health problems. Give me a break. This is not how it works. In fact, lack of fruits, 
lack of vegetables, not getting enough of these is a bigger problem in our society when it comes to health issues. And potatoes are not all sugar. I mentioned that in last week's episode that potatoes are a starchy, complex food, complex carbohydrate food. Potatoes have a lot of nutrients in them, including vitamin C, potassium, and fiber, which helps minimize a glucose impact that it may have. But let's talk about this. Fruit does have a lot of naturally occurring sugar, but it also has a lot of benefits to it in addition to that naturally occurring sugar including fiber and lots of vitamins and minerals. I assure you that the naturally occurring sugars found in many foods, including fruits, vegetables, and dairy food, are not the source of too much sugar in the typical American diet. Added sugars, on the other hand, absolutely an issue. When people bring up the fact or the idea that carrots are full of sugar, I bring up this fact. It takes a pound, a pound of carrots to equal one candy bar in calories. And I'm not talking the king size candy bars or the giant candy bars that come with two servings now. I'm talking like the good old regular size candy bars that a lot of us used to be able to get as kids at the drugstore or the convenience store. One pound of carrots to one candy bar in calories. One pound of carrots is less than 200 calories. And I'd encourage you, take a look at what a pound of carrots looks like. And then a regular candy bar, they're all over 200 calories, 210 to 240 to 260 calories. Now, the sugar content may be similar, about 20 to 25 grams, but the nutrients overall are not. For one, the sugar and carrots that people get all worked up about is naturally occurring sugar. With fiber and potassium and plenty of vitamins and minerals and water. Not the same at all. Added sugars are the concern in the typical American diet, not the naturally occurring ones. And I do need to make a point here about a need for added sugars. Some foods need added sugar so they are tolerable. So hear me out here. First thing that comes to mind, at least to me, is cranberries. These little things have so many nutrients in them, so many benefits, and most people can't tolerate them at all without some added sugars. I don't know about you, I've eaten cranberries without sugar. It's one of those things where I do it, it's like a little toddler who's eating the lemon the first time. We do it, realize how tart it is. And then a couple minutes later, do it all over again. I don't know why I do that, but it's not really a pleasant thing. Cranberries are very, very tart. 
And so to be able to tolerate them, be able to get the benefits of the nutrients, most people need some added sugar there to be able to consume them. And if you don't like cranberries, fine, don't eat them. I also think of yogurt though. Unless I'm making or using a yogurt in a recipe, I should say, I do like some flavor to the yogurt. Having plain yogurt is really not something I enjoy by itself. I will put plain yogurt in my smoothies, but that's going with other things in the smoothie to make it taste better. But most people prefer to have the yogurt with some added sugars and a little bit will go a long way to make it consumable, tolerable. And then here's one, people make an exception for this one all the time, chocolate. Chocolate with no sugar is practically inedible to most people. Even 85, 90% dark chocolate is pretty bitter, but going with chocolate with no sugar is really bitter. And most people aren't going to consume it by itself. They'll put it in recipes often with sugar. So adding sugar to chocolate makes it not only edible, but enjoyable. So these are just a few examples of foods that many people would not really eat without the addition of some sugar. So is this a problem? Having these foods with their added sugars? Well, it depends. There's some yogurts, especially those targeted to children, that may be very high in added sugars, much more than what's needed to make them palatable for children. While others like Greek yogurt and skier or Icelandic type yogurt are not usually significant sources of added sugars. The same with cranberries. Cranberry juice has its benefits, but drinking about drinking it by the quart like with any juice, is just a lot of sugar. And cranberry sauce, I make homemade cranberry sauce every year. It's very high in sugar. But I'm not eating it year-round, and I find most people aren't. So in this case, the quantity or the amount is what counts. Now, on the Nutrition Facts panel, with the newer version of the Nutrition Facts panel, which I mentioned in last week's episode, I did a series on my blog about the Nutrition Facts panel and being able to read it and understand it, which I haven't made into a blog or a podcast, mostly because it's a very visual thing, but I'll take a look at it and see if it would be worthwhile to use it as a podcast episode. In that blog post, I talk about added sugar on the Nutrition Facts panel, because there's now a line on this newer version of the Nutrition Facts panel that's on all our foods that includes how much sugar in the food is from added sugar. So the label, if you happen to have a label nearby, it includes total sugar, which is both natural sugar found in some foods, as well as added sugars. So if you look at a label, and it lists 12 grams of sugar. Then underneath it includes the line four grams of added sugars. 
we can see the difference is eight grams. So 12 grams of total sugar, including four grams of added sugars. That eight grams is that difference there, and that would be the naturally occurring sugar. So now if I look at a flavored yogurt, I can look at the label and know how much of that sugar in there is added and how much is naturally occurring. And I want to emphasize this, is that some people will look at the label and think that those four grams are in addition to the 12 grams of sugar, when in fact they are a part of the 12 grams of sugar. So the 12 grams, and this is the example I'm using in the podcast here. If you're looking at a label, it might look different. So the 12 grams of total sugars would be the combination of both the naturally occurring and added sugars. Those four grams are not in addition to those 12 grams. Now, let me emphasize what I said at the beginning. Avoiding added sugars is not necessarily the goal of the dietary guideline recommendations. And really, it isn't practical, nor is it even essential. The fact that we as a population are getting too much sugar from added sugars is the bigger issue. So how much should you have? Or should you limit yourself to more specifically? Well, that's challenging to give an exact number for everyone because we all have different calorie levels, different calorie needs based on so many factors. But the guideline is to keep our added sugars to less than 10% of our total calories. So if someone, for example, needs 1,600 calories a day, which is again, just an example, some people need more, some people need a lot more. Some people need a little less. But that example of someone who needs 1,600 calories per day should aim for less than 160 calories from added sugars. Or because there's four calories per gram of sugar, that would be about 40 grams of added sugars per day. Now, when I say 160 calories, remember, that's less than a candy bar. When I say 40 grams, some people might freak out and be like, that's a lot. But still, I encourage you to take a look at your intake throughout the day. Don't just think of it as that white granulated sugar that may be added to coffee or tea, but all the different places where we may find added sugars. And you have the benefit of the Nutrition Facts label to help you with that. You may be surprised where the added sugars are coming from in the foods that you consume day to day. And that's real world nutrition. I encourage you to come to the website ShellyRiel.com and take a look at the Real World Nutrition Membership Program that was just launched in the fall of 2022, where there is a load of content already there and coming, new content, including a course each month, the 12 Days of Wellness happening in the fall of 2022, live Q&A sessions with me where you can submit your questions and ask me 
your burning nutrition questions, along with videos, articles, and more things available that are not on the website, open to the rest of the non-membership population. Come on over, say hi, and take a look, and ask me any questions, and I encourage you to be part of the Real World Nutrition membership site. Take care. Bye for now.